Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. Now we're recording. All right. All right. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, uh, I guess I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is the Two Hip Chicks <laughs> podcast. Um, two Hip Chicks, where we talk about stuff related to hypnosis, have a couple drinks, and sometimes do it live and have amazing guests. So, Yay. very exciting. Oh, the Porsche. I know. We have someone. Now you're amazing. <laughs> right. <There's> no pressure. <laughs> None. Um, we, obviously, we have someone very special with us today. Um, I would be surprised if you don't know who they are, but it's a secret subject. She's amazing. Yay! She has a lot of content. I'll give you a chance to... Uh, pimp your stuff at some point um but uh just for those of you, we're just going to do some quick intro-y kind of things here so okay. um for those of you who are not familiar with this podcast um the the usual format of it is we pick a topic to talk about for a little while um and then we do like trans demonstration related to that topic um there also will be a, a shot of alcohol at some point and um uh but this time Perfectly. around we're going to be doing a um we're going to be having a conversation um, about our topic, and then we're going to uh, do some Q&A. Um, so please hold your questions to the Q&A part for those of you who are listening in live. Um, and uh, after that, we'll be doing some trancy stuff. Um, and for the, for the Q&A portion, I'm going to do text only. So we will, what we'll do is we'll read aloud the question um, and then we'll read who it's from. If you don't want your name involved, you can say this is an anonymous question and we will not read your name. Um, and I'll repeat this again when we get to the Q&A part, but um, yeah. So welcome. And <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to be, like, this is legit a dream of mine. That's like, crazy. If you could have told, like, 24-year-old me that I would be here right now, I would be like, <laughs> oh, my God, no. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> so this is crazy. This is, like, a total full circle moment because um, I don't ever told you, but the Two Hip Chicks podcast is the reason why I got into making content. It's just crazy. Oh. Like, I can't, like, that kind of thing <laughs> is, crazy. like... Oh insane god. oh my god yeah. we're all gonna get emotional and start crying I, know, right? like, oh yeah. I don't know i don't know what oh it's like it's like mid-afternoon for you over there right yeah it's actually yeah. eleven forty in the morning oh okay oh okay but yeah. you've been up for a while so you're also probably pretty tired Great, <laughs> yeah, yeah. love it okay. <laughs> very worth it yeah 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 Aww. um so let's i think cc and i are just gonna start off by taking a quick shot uh a quick shot. gotta gotta get that going yeah <laughs> And get the job done. Really important. <laughs> and then we'll start talking about our little topic thing going on. Our little topic. I have to not spill this on my bed because we are recording <laughs> on my bed. So cheers. Oh cheers. Do we, you want to say what it is? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Real smooth. I'm Honestly, good at, it should be it should be pretty smooth i'm good at doing normal human things like drinking <laughs> i know right i'm sorry for what's yours anyways anyway so we have a really cool topic today we're just gonna like pretend that didn't happen i know i said i said we were gonna cry <laughs> like it wasn't for that this is this is what's happening i know we're going to no, we're good. It's hot, yeah. Good. <laughs> Is everybody's ears It's okay? a hot mess. Sorry. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, right. I have a drinking problem, pretty much. 
Um, so we've been talking about doing this since last charmed when we had a nice conversation and finally got to sit yeah. down and like it, it, we it was just so nice to get to talk to you like and just get to know each other a little bit and especially like talking about our mutual like kinks and stuff like that and we were talking briefly about like what kind of topic we wanted to do and um control was one of the things that came up because that's something that's really like really important to both of us and both of our dynamics yeah. and all of that kind of thing Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna I feel like I want to put either you or Cece on the spot about control but I think I'm gonna put you on the spot first because <laughs> oh um, we're gonna sort of like semi-interview style do this um, so <laughs> do you want to start by telling us a little bit about how control factors into your kink and your relationship and like maybe why that's something that's so important to you and how you found that out yeah um so I think for me, like, I I kind of knew I had a thing with hypnosis from, like, a real early age. I used to be terrified of it. Yeah. And I think the terror was, like, the kind of thing that was, like, oh, someone could control me. That's scary. But then as I grew older, it was, like, oh, that's really hot, though. Yeah. You know, like, the idea of having somebody completely take control of you. And yeah. it's funny because I started off um, as a – I was a sub. I was full-time sub. Um, did not switch at all. And then when I turned 24, I started doing my channel and people were like, mm-hmm. hypnotize us, hypnotize us. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Right. Um, and then the more I started switching, the more I realized actually it's so much better for me to be the one in control. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Cause like when I was younger, I used to have this whole thing where I was like, I'm a princess and I'm locked in a tower <laughs> and an evil wizard is going to completely mind control me. Oh my God. And then as I grew up, I was like, wait, I don't want to be the princess. I want to be the villain. Yeah. Totally. So free control is like super, like it's, it's not just hot, but it's like that idea that you can take someone and you can completely like change them and yeah. have them right where you want them. is just, yeah. Kiss. Like, yeah, yeah, chef's kiss. Quibble like, and pride. Salt, salt guy, salt guy. Um, salt guy, yeah. <laughs> right, salt guy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, well, and it's interesting because, like, that's, that's coming from that perspective of, like, hypnosis is the, like, mm-hmm. control in that scenario. And, like, for some people, they don't see hypnosis as necessarily a thing that is about control. And obviously the reality of the situation, which is that hypnosis is not the same thing as mind control. Um, But I think a lot of us who do this kind of thing with that perspective of like, Oh, controls are fetish. Like CC, you say all the time. Oh yeah. Controls are fetish. Um, (laughs) Like when you come into it with that perspective, like you can get a lot done like in terms of like having a lot of control over another person when both oh, people oh, are motivated yeah, yeah. or or the the people involved are motivated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I'm fucking so shot. Sorry. No, it's I'm fine. So it's sorry. fine. It's no, it's good. You're it's like, good. Maybe I should have one. I know. You know. Like, well, let's put juice in it. It'll be fine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we've talked a lot about like. Uh, and control for us is a really important aspect of our relationship. Like huge, the most important aspect of our relationship, yeah. I would say. Um, and like all my relationships, it manifests in a lot of ways. Like I know for you and I control, um, when we're doing trance stuff in particular, like mm-hmm. that's the, the flavor of what we're doing is about how much I can like, um, exert power over the situation and make, and I'm the one who's the reason for all the things that are happening to you. Like, does that resonate with you, Dylan? Like, yeah. is that something that you experience in your relationships or relationship? Bit, yeah. Um, I think for us, because we do a lot of like, uh, we don't just do 
uh, like DS stuff. We do also yeah. do a lot of the qualification. We do a lot of IQ play. And for me, like IQ play is just yeah. so amazing because it's like, wow, I can control everything. And your intelligence, amazing. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. no, I totally get that. And like we do a lot of like um, brainwashing and brainwashing role play stuff, which mm-hmm. is the best. So I mean, good. I started reading the book and I was just like, this is um, it's funny though, um, when I started getting into like the control and the brainwashing stuff, I was also doing a, I was also doing my graduate diploma in psychology and I went to my one, one class they had on like operating classical conditioning. And so I'm sat there, I'm just like, oh man, yeah. this is just, oh, do, do the hypno kingsters know about this? And if yeah. they don't, why? Like right. seriously. Right. Cause like, I think that is just like control in just like everything. It's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I think from both sides of the slash too, like, cause I've been in both situations where I've been like, I want somebody to completely take control of me. And now I'm also like, yeah, I just want to be the one with all this power that I can do whatever I want. And you know, you just have to kind of go with it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting kind of seeing the dichotomy between the two. Cause you can kind of understand once you've been on one side, kind of how the other person yeah. could be feeling. So yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. And I, like I can identify with that as a switch as well. Like, you know, I try not to like, I think it's really so valuable to have both sides experience. Like there's, there's just so much perspective that you get from understanding like what hypnosis feels like to you versus all that stuff. Like, of course everybody experiences it differently. And like, we, we both like understand that as a thing that like not to assume the things that work on you as a subject are going to necessarily work on other people, but you get like such a good understanding, especially when it comes to something like what does control feel like? You know, because I think that's a big thing. Like everybody kind of wants mind control or not everybody, but a lot of people, a lot of people want mind control. A lot of people want that sense of like total, like someone has power over your life. Um, And like, how do you break that down? You know, like, how do you say like, what, what does it mean for someone to feel like they're under someone else's control? You know? I think that's true where like um, getting creative is so important with hypnosis yeah. stuff and like trying to find metaphors that you can kind of connect with other people with. Mm-hmm. I know when I'm doing a lot of, like I do a lot of fantasy stuff as well. And through my fantasy stuff, it's always like creating that picture of like, okay, so we're going to go on this journey together and we're going to experience this together. So I can kind of paint the picture of, well, this happens and this happens and this happens. And this is mm-hmm. how we kind of get to that, but also giving them the freedom to feel what they feel as well. Cause it's yeah. so like some people are always too prescriptive and like, this is how control feels versus this is how control feels. But also I noticed you're feeling this or you told me you're feeling this. So I'm going to go that way kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a interesting cause, cause like brains are weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's totally. brain is different. So I'm always like to people, well, brains are weird and we haven't researched this to the point where we can pinpoint exactly what everyone's feeling at any moment. So for me, it's right. like, we need to talk to people and see what that feels like. Oh, yeah. yeah, freedom to give up control, as somebody said in the chat. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah. I was, I was just going to say one of the interesting things, like even though from a switch perspective, <laughs> you know, you can understand things and so forth, but you always kind of always have to keep in mind, and I know you know this, but this is more to do with yeah. just acknowledging it, but control for me is my fetish, right? So like that, what avenue it takes almost doesn't factor as much for me as long as the control aspect is there. And then for you as a bottom, you like kind of like 
really want hypnosis. I mean, I'm, but, it's, you, it's but of both. course you also it's want both. control too. Yeah, control. Like I would say control. I I I always say that I'm both a mind control and a hypnosis fetishist. Yeah. Like those are those are both distinct things, and also like they both resonate really heavily with me. Right. Um. Like we talked. I remember. I think we did a podcast on mind control versus hypnosis or something like that. Pretty sure we did a while back. Um. But it's it's sort of like when you are in the kind of relationship that we are. So like, why don't you, can you talk a little bit about like some of the things that make you feel like you're being controlled? Like just to give some examples and stuff. Not just in hypnosis in general. Um, both is fine. Either. So for me, uh, some of my big like things, in fact, this is how I like came to the conclusion that my fetish was control. Mm-hmm. Um, was because, well, I'm kind of into humiliation. I'm kind of into mm-hmm. service. I'm mm-hmm. kind of in, but I don't really like to do chores, but yet I like yeah. to do it if they want me to, if they're in that situation, you yeah. know, like, so, I mean, even that alone was, is a sign so of, a little of bit very of the, much of control. Well, so that almost ties into the idea of sort of like pushing a resistance thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So and and it was kind of like okay well i'm into this and i'm into this you know and then it was like well wait a minute those all kind of have a common denominator yeah <laughs> you yeah. know and that was control but i think it's just maybe somebody else's will over mine to some degree mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so like that's almost <laughs> always what i mean don't do like wrong it's like so sorry <laughs> I that was like you. a weird sneeze. I don't know what happened. No, <laughs> sorry, I don't know what to do. Like, Anyways, I can't back up. I know. And, like, just have you not rewind, do that. rewind. But um, yeah, the uh, so yeah, so I, I think I think a lot of those are like sort of interesting like pieces of control, like ways that you can express it and stuff. Like, do Dylan, do you have anything yeah. that you want to share? Like, oh gosh, a- um, I'm a total nerd. Um, I love nerdy stuff. A lot of my scenes stem from um, kind of media and things I've seen. Like Mm -hmm. growing up, I used to love, oh my God. Um, If anyone is a Yu-Gi-Oh nerd like I am, I used to love (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. But like the entirety of season two of Yu-Gi-Oh with the the mind control rod. Oh my God. Like seriously, stuff like that. Oh, I love stuff like like the whole Merrick subplot. It was just I get yeah I get I get um Yu-Gi-Oh confused Marriages, with Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. bridged, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay. I used to um, rant and rave. Everybody on my um my, my live streams back in the day, I used to rant and rave about Power Rangers. I still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole thing in Power Rangers called Green with Envy, where it's basically Rita Repulsa takes the Green Ranger, makes them evil, and then they have to do everything evil oh, now. Yeah, yeah. They're the evil Green Ranger. Stuff like that. I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my scenes, um, while they can be quite short sometimes, um, they're also like moments of like, well, hey, in this moment, you know, I'm going to be this person who is like, not like how I am in real life. Because in real life, I like to think that I'm quite a nice, lovely human being. Right, right. <laughs> but then in kink, I'm like, no, I can be this like, badass, like, yeah, uh, mind control person who's going to take over the world and you, starting yeah. with you. Yeah. Then right. <laughs> you know, like, one brain at a time. So I think that's for me, like, huge inspiration from the media and all that kind of stuff because I know like as a certified hypnotist I spend hours trying to like (laughs) disprove like oh well it's not mind control but then back in my mind I'm like yeah but 
don't like mind control. Yeah, but so yeah, but like yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. So somebody just that, said Wonder Woman is my kink. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you like you're talking about this like sort of fantasy aspect of like yeah. this sort of take over the world, like almost overarching, like evil overlord yeah. kind of thing. Is that is that your jam? Yeah. Like Absolutely. Yeah. And like, um, because the New Zealand scene is so small, like, so for those of you who don't know, I live in New Zealand. It's a tiny little island that is not Australia. Uh, <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> Australia likes to think they're odds at the moment because we have the best prime minister, mm. but that's fine. Um, so in our scene, we have like a local BDSM scene around here. And then I also travel an hour and a half to go to a different BDSM scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it overlaps a little bit. New Zealand does rock. It's awesome. Um, and my local BDSM scene, I have like a handful of friends. And so sometimes we'll do a little bit of hypnosis together because a lot of the BDSM people here are into rope. They're into yeah. um, impact play. They're into, you know, just generic BDSM-y stuff, um, which is really cool. And I love it. Um, <laughs> but also for me, like hypnosis is my first love. I yeah. have like, I've been into hypnosis before I even knew BDSM was a thing. Yeah. Before I even knew submission was a thing and like mm-hmm. dominance and all this stuff. Um, hypnosis was like my, my thing that I was like, I'm trying to find this, this magical thing of like no control. Where mm-hmm. do I find it? when I stumbled upon this. So um, in my BDSM scene, we have a few friends I play with. And it's funny because a couple of them are super also into kind of uh, do whatever the the hell you want kind of thing, which is really fun. So then we can have these short little scenes. And for like me and my partner, we try not to do this as a 24-7 thing. For us, kink and especially like the control thing, it's an intimacy thing. Uh, We're both asexual. So uh, she's demisexual. I'm asexual. Asexual. So uh, for us, sex is off the table. So it's really nice to have a place and a space for us to go. You know what? We can't be intimate this way, but we can be intimate this other way. Yeah. So it's quite Mm -hmm. a like a personal kind of intimacy kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, exploring exploring intimacy (laughs) through like hypnosis and and control is like Mm -hmm. i I mean i also identify as asexual like some flavor of it in some way and like for me it's like that's this stuff is the most sexual thing this is the most thing Mm. yeah i used to have this really horrifying thing in the back of my head when i was when i was in high school i used to be really self-conscious about my asexuality mm-hmm. because for me sex is just a, it's a no-go and i didn't realize that at the time i thought oh maybe i'm broken oh this yeah is, this is great yeah. um i used to always think to myself well you know if maybe if someone hypnotized me enough i could just be hypnotized to the point where i could just like not be here yeah. and as i grew up i realized oh, okay that's a bit weird but also um <laughs> It's also that kind of like, yeah, that's how I kind of knew. I was like, well, the control is definitely a thing that I'm into, yeah. you know, the lack thereof and now having more of it and being able to be the one who's in charge and making the decisions. Mm-hmm. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, so. Definitely. Hot. No, I mean, I can, I can definitely <laughs> identify. Although like for me, for me, my asexuality and my control like fetish kind of clash a little bit almost because okay. I do have, I have like sort of these, fantasies like like Cece was saying like a lot of my stuff about control has to do with being forced in to do things like that's mm-hmm. for me that's yeah. like the ultimate expression of control if you get me to do something I don't want to do okay yeah so then as an asexual person like yeah. someone getting me to have sex with them is oh like one of the ultimate fantasies 
um yeah. and it's very complicated and complex and like it's complicated it is very complicated for me it's not quite as complicated as yeah that. yeah people are complicated like yeah <laughs> all of this is complicated and weird but it's great and i love yeah. it totally no it's super crazy yeah. Yeah. i am not asexual no cc is not yeah. asexual Mm-hmm. Cece likes. That's okay. We Cece won't judge you. Stuff. Yeah, right. Actually, you might, you might be outnumbered here. Oh, I, I know I am. Actually, I've I've known that for a while. But hypnosis people. No, but you know it's it, it's kind of interesting because control's not entirely a sexual thing for me either. Yeah, it's actually my everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's absolutely my everything. That's cool. I, I mean, I've been with my master for over twenty years. Yep. So. You know, I've been his college slave for, for that long, and um, that's our relate. Like that's our di- that's our relationship. That's, relationship. that's our dynamic. Yeah. That's our life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Almost to the point that it was funny. I remember I walked into, this was a long time ago now, but I walked into a kink store, mm-hmm. and I looked around, and I'm like, right, this is a f- like kink. This isn't everybody's life. This is a yeah. kink. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and it was just weird. I, I actually had a little bit of a, not, not breakdown or anything, but like, you know, basically one of those like thoughts, like, wait a minute, is yeah. that, you know, like, this is my everyday life or this is normal. Right. It's kind of sad right. almost, you right. know, like, or it's the kink part. But no, that. No, it's interesting because there's so many different ways to express it within a relationship. And like, we obviously have a 24 seven dynamic. Yes. Um, but also that tends to make things feel normal sometimes like the stuff like I can I can just you know you you we have so many protocols and we have we we have so much about control that's within the dynamic that is like just part of our everyday life so sometimes it's hard to keep that you know exciting when it is a part of your normal life you know like we were even running into uh you know I'm like well we should do more things that are like evil or whatever right I mean yeah She's brainwashing me and we have like, you know, but no, apparently in my head, I'm like, we should be doing things that are more evil. Right. So like literally she started <laughs> like doing something and be like, that's evil. <laughs> and then it was like right. hot again. <laughs> it was like so stupid. Right. What you have to do though, like sometimes, you know. Yeah, sure. Just, because it is my everyday life. So so Dylan, you don't you said you you guys like don't you try not to do twenty four seven dynamic especially. So like how how do you do you do you feel like that kind of dynamic still comes up and like how do you explore that? Yeah. It's interesting uh for a relationship too because I mean I do this full time as a job. Right. So it's like that on top of it. So I think it's interesting because what a lot of people don't realize is I make all my videos, I do all my content, you know, I make erotic hypnosis stuff for Patreon where I'm doming a bunch of people that I've never even met or seen or know. Mm -hmm. So sometimes for us, I know it can be hard to find the time and the energy too, you know, when you're doming Mm -hmm. so many people online, even though it's not obviously individual sessions, right? right? It's like, but still, you're still making that content and you're still making, you know, keeping the, the kind of engine running with the hypnosis. Yeah, stuff. well, and, yeah. and to some degree, you must have semi-interpersonal relationships with, with people who, Absolutely. you know, are, are semi towards you, you know? Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's exhausting. <laughs> it, 
it's an interesting experience. Um, yeah. I, I get some lovely DMs. Yeah. It's funny though, like a couple of my a couple of my patrons I've had for three years. So you really get to know yeah. people after three yeah. years. You're like, wow. So I start making files and I go, hmm, oh, so and so is really gonna love this as I put it out. Like as a time, who's just gonna love this one? That's and I'll say, so oh, hey, so and so gonna be really into this? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Like, this is so weird. That's really weird cool. Job. Like, <laughs> yeah, for us though, I mean, it does obviously cut back our dynamic. Um, because like, yeah, when you do this as a job and you're giving so much energy to all of this stuff all the time, sometimes your kink life can suffer. I know for us, like, we don't play as often as we used to play. Yeah. Because obviously life gets in the way. Yeah. So for us, we're always preaching a hey, if you're not up to it, don't do it kind of thing. Um, and that's for me, to, like, especially because my mental health's not always the best. So if I'm having a bad mental health day, I'll just be like, look, can't do it today. I'm just tapping out, you know? And yeah, so it's of course. It's really good for us to have that kind of open dialogue and communication to be able to play like that and yeah. not be, I don't think, like, we've talked about it so many times, haven't we? About whether or not we go 24-7 and we're both like, no. Yeah, it's a lot. Right, good. <laughs> right, right. At the end of the day, like for us, it's um, we've always put our relationship first and then our mm-hmm. kids second because again, it's like an intimacy thing. If you don't have time to have, if you if you were in a normal like normal vanilla relationship, right, and mm-hmm. you didn't have time for sex all the time, like it's understandable. And it's the same for us. It's like our our sex, our intimacy, our intimate moments is hypnosis, is uh, like BDSM stuff. Um, yeah. We dabble in rope and we dabble in impact play too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that's nice. kind of how we work. Yeah. 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 That's I good say dabble, I mean, I flail around with a rope and go, I don't know what I'm doing. And Alice that's, goes, that I know what I'm doing, but she's tied up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever, whatever, whatever works. And so oh, yeah. Flailing around with a rope is totally legitimate. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. can still have control. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I know we, you know, we, we deal with a whole lot of that. I like, I'm trying to like sit here and brainstorm these ideas of what it means. Like even within the context of a scene, like, is there a moment in a scene where control gets expressed? You know? I mean, there's definitely, I've gone through like a whole scene. Yeah. Not necessarily with one of my partners per se or whatever. And it was like, there was no control here. Even right. though they were beating But it's like, how do you know? And yeah. Whatever. Uh, does it have to do with does it have to do with your headspace like it's like you feel like you're in a space where the other person has power i feel like both. so it's got to be feel like it has to be two two ways yeah um i'm trying to think of a scenario where it wouldn't be two ways mm-hmm. and i guess i can actually think of something i mean like if if somebody is just being like kind of very even domineering or something or, or mm-hmm. just talking a certain way or whatever you know like even like a villain per se right yeah um they would still be con- but that would still be kind of two ways to some degree right because of my I mean, feelings different. about it yeah i mean right right i think it, i think a lot of it has to do with like how i think the, it's two ways the subject is feeling within the context of a scene like if there's i maybe like trust comes into it or like not even necessarily trust yeah. of the top, but like, <laughs> but like trust, tr- trust in the uh, trust in the concept that what's happening is not within their control. Maybe that's maybe that's. Hang on, I've got oh. light bulb moment. Hang on, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, the so mm-hmm. like, 
control so like the top expresses control and the bottom feels yeah. a lack of control mm. that's, that's the other aspect that's, of it is yeah. taking is taking away capabilities from the bottom is taking away yeah. control from the bottom etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. like is yeah. there I mean, I've been in a scene, right, yeah. where it was very clearly they were not taking control. Yeah. Right? Even though they're beating me and everything like that, and I'm, let's say I'm giving up some control, and I'm definitely adding some yeah. in there, right? Because if I, if they're not, if I'm not feeling control, I don't give it, mm. I don't necessarily give it up either. Right. Right? Like, I'm yeah. all in that scene. Like, I'm like, okay, uh, well, this didn't quite hit where it was supposed to and stuff yeah. <laughs> it's just like so way now. too yeah in there yeah. um so like that's that's definitely different but I will say this this is a big thing for me if I don't feel like the top in question is like intending intending it yeah um their intention is control and or like they don't have self-control mm -hmm. I have major major like things yeah. go off and it's like nope not not doing that how so kind yeah. of trust but i feel like it's a little different how do you express like how do you maybe this is a question sort of about your like mannerisms and how you trance and stuff like that but like how do you express yeah. that kind of like i'm the person i'm the one who has this and you don't kind of thing yeah yeah i was just thinking as well it was interesting what cc was saying because um I, I've subbed in uh, my local BDSM scene. I've done like rope scenes mm -hmm. where like I can be tied up with my hands above my head and I'm still like laughing and giggling and like, oh, sure. like, cause it's just n like, I totally feel you. There was like nothing like the intent behind it wasn't like, yeah, as I'm tying you up, this is like the intent. Right. Versus like when we went to your rope class at Charmed, right. You could so see it. You, it's like that look right? That you yeah. get in that moment yeah. where you're like, this is the moment. This is the moment that it goes from, I'm just tying up to, hey, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. Don't look away because you're going to miss it. I'm doing yeah. this. We're here with this. So I think for me, it's like a lot of, um, like when I, when I would start a scene with somebody at the local um, dungeon, I remember one time I had a friend of mine and she was tied up. Uh, the program had tied her up to this pole and she'd handed me a toy and to, to hit her with, obviously. <laughs> paddle thing. It was a big old like metal paddle that's covered in like, um, what do you call it? It's like uh, it's like uh, a gym mat material. Yes, yes, so yes, like, yes, yes. Oh, so yep. It's quite thirty. So anyway, um, she handed me this thing and I looked at it and I was like, okay. But for me, it doesn't feel right to just go like, you know, hey, I'm going to hit you now. Because, you know, there's no power in that. And I was like, look, how are we going to do this? So I walked around the front of her. I grabbed her by the back of her hair. And I looked at her and I went, hey, I'm going to hit you now. And she's yeah. like, wait, what? And I was like, I'm going to hit you now. And I don't even have to do anything right now. But, you know, you're going to tell me how, like, what number this is. And she's like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, yeah. okay. And that's the moment. So I think for me, that's like the difference, right? You can kind of see it in someone's eyes right. when you like are intending to get them in that place where they know that you're the one in charge. Like, and that for me is like everything. I, I'm obsessed with that. I do a lot of eye to eye fixation. Yes. I think there's so much power. <laughs> you guys okay? I know. Yeah, so no, please. I don't. <laughs> She's like, help. I'm like, running He's like leaning over and taking my hair. Like, I don't know what's going on. No, 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 no. Eye contact, eye contact. This is great. Keep going. Yeah, Keep yeah. Going. That's so, huge. So basically, I think for me, it's like that connection, right? Because when you look in someone's eyes, mm. you can kind of see what they're thinking a little bit. So uh, especially when I play with people, if I grab them by the hair and look at them in their eyes and start an eye fixation induction, 
it's usually game over yeah, by that it. point. Because <laughs> yeah. you see it. You see the kind of, you just have to make that first move and you don't even have to say anything at that point. Like I've done a thing with someone where I've grabbed them and I've just looked at them. And she looked at me and she's like, uh, uh, mm, what, uh, I don't know what's going on here, but I feel yeah. in it. And you're like, exactly, that's the point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think that says a lot. Like it says so much about how much we communicate non-verbally, right? Like, yeah, we, like if you, uh, I remember someone, um, I think it was Chew Toy, one of Chew Toy's classes where he was uh, talking about it online as uh, it was about nonverbal hypnosis. And um, he was saying that he realized at a certain point he could look at someone and think about wanting them to go into trance and then they would. And it's like, what the hell's going on there? Mm, and yeah. so it's like, you know, at a certain point, we're commuting these like tiny micro expressions that we have with each other are yeah. like so you know, they're picked up in such a way that like, we're not even necessarily consciously recognizing it. Like yeah. it's just, it's just something that's happening where we're communicating and oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's super fun. I think that's because yeah. of, I mean, like to bring it back or whatever, but I think that has a lot to do with the fact that we already have an established control. Yeah. Like, so there's very, very little. Oh yeah. I, right. Like I, <laughs> you don't even barely have to do anything. Like right. if I just question for a second right. that you, Oh, you wanted me to go into trance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's right. do that then. Right. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm always ready, but, um, <laughs> and that's, I mean, an I mean, aspect, so that's an aspect of control. <laughs> and that's true. That's true. But, and I don't know. There's also like, there's intent of course. Right. But, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything that doesn't fit into those scenarios, like for what's needed for me to feel control. It could be anything. I mean, I strongly believe you can feel control in anything as long as like the, the, the expression is there, the intent is there and it's being reciprocated in some way by the bottom. Like, of course you could take control, like you could compare contrast with taking control in a vanilla situation where it's not wanted, for example, like you can have, you can have a situation where you want to uh, get on a bus and someone is blocking your way. You don't have control over that. I mean, you you could have control by pushing them, but like societal norms tell you, you don't have control over that. Um, But I feel like that's completely like that contrast that with we're doing a scene together and I look at you in a certain way and I express desire and uh-huh. you feel helpless to that desire or something, right. you know, like, right. I don't know. It's a lot of a beautiful what? scene. What? Everybody's <laughs> laughing. Because I was just... cute. Oh, I'm making a face. I was being very close to dropping. I, well, yeah, I saw that. I know. Well, so did they. That's the point. That's why yeah. it's funny. Because oh I God. don't have a lot of control. No. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of it. I mean, there's definitely we. I mean, we've we've gone. Let's let's talk a little bit about some specificy control mm-hmm. kinds of things that we've done. Okay, like some of the stuff that's a little edgier, almost. I want to. I want to. I want to talk. Is it evil? Yes. Okay. It's all. It's all evil, CC. <laughs> it's all evil. That I, I'm a Slytherin. Like, what do you want? Oh, no. No. Also, I think she's brainwashing me to be a Slytherin. No. I'm a little concerned. Oh, no. I mean, it's possible. That's, I don't know whether or not I you'll can't. end up as a Slytherin CC. I'm having a harder time finding that things. That was 
I'm, I'm getting oh, a little no. worried. Is my Hufflepuff? Could lose the Hufflepuff. Or, I know. Totally. I know. But oh, um, <laughs> are you a puff? Yes. Oh, you I have know. to see. You have to see puffs. If you haven't seen puffs yet, uh, it's a movie. It's a it's a play. It's a lot. It's a live oh. play. There's a recording of it. It's a parody of Hogwarts. It's a parody of Harry Potter, but from the perspective oh, of the Hufflepuff house, all all seven years. <laughs> He's so good. Very good. Highly That's recommend. Oh, um, it's uh, very funny. It is really funny. I could identify. So so <laughs> so I think there so. So there's some, like, I think there's lighter aspects of control and more intense sure. aspects of control. I think, and I'm not sure if you can necessarily categorize them because something, mm. something could be a very intense expression of control. We used to have a protocol where you weren't allowed to sit down or stand up without asking. Right. That was a lot, right? Well, like, yeah. if, I, if I was in the room and, like, we lived together. So, um, but it became second nature. And there was definitely times where that would be, um, you know, if you just wanted to, you know, get up and get a apple or something. Sure, apples. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I love apples. <laughs> if you well, right. If you wanted to get up and get an apple, not because you were particularly hungry, but because you wanted a snack and you asked <laughs> and you asked permission to get up, then then it would be like, okay, that and it, I could make a choice at that moment in time yeah I'm, I'm, i have an option i can say oh yes you can you can do the thing you want to do or no you can't you can't do the thing you want to do right and maybe that wouldn't be very intense but that's still an expression of control but if you needed to get up yeah. for something more important or if you needed to yeah let's let's go with that example so if you need to get up to like get an apple because you haven't eaten in a couple of hours okay then it's weighted much more heavily. Right. So like the circumstances around that mm. single expression of control are different. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, sense. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think Apple is a weird example. I know. I, I know. I think it was fine. I was going to like do like a bathroom example. And I, I was know. like, I don't know how this is going to go. Over. I know. I, I, so <laughs> I'm like, you're going to say you're not. No. no you're not. Well, then it. I said it. So I ruined it. Well, you made it better. So, from from your perspective, as someone who like plays, <laughs> who plays a lot in like, sorry, what? Nothing. I'm being good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Are you? It's really red too. I don't know if you can tell. Um, the so from your perspective as someone who plays like a lot with fantasy, mm-hmm. like where are mm-hmm. like do you see points of contrast like that or do, are there any kind of like kind of nuances you notice from scene to scene or moment to moment in that kind of way um, oh gosh sorry it's a hard question no I know it's all good um I think like for me as well it's not just about the fantasy aspect I think with a lot of because a lot of my files I do a lot of like fantasy like uh experiential things yeah. and I think sometimes you can get away with so much in a fantasy that yeah. you probably couldn't do in real life so like a lot yeah. of people especially uh people who've just found BDSM for the first time so I do a series called the dark castle basically mm-hmm. you take someone into a dark castle all kinds of shit goes down in the castle mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, to varying degrees of like intensity, but it's a really good space for somebody to try something that they're not a hundred percent sure about. So they're like, Hey, I think I'm going to dabble in this. Let me try it in this fantasy world first. 
Let me yeah. test mm. the water, see if this is actually what I want. And then I can go and like find that pro dom or find that person to play this out with like properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's a really good place like to start for people. I know a lot of, a lot of people don't like role playing, but I think role playing is actually mm. like such a really great way to start, especially in like regular BDSM. Mm -hmm. And then you can just add hypnosis on top of that and it just yeah. becomes loving my hands. Yeah, yeah, totally. Although I think like my favorite, my absolute, one of my favorite scenes I've ever done, right? Not a fantasy scene at all. Yeah. It was, um, we were in a, a dungeon and I was, <laughs> I was tying my friend up with bondage tape because I'm terrible with rope. So I bought all this pink bondage tape and I was yeah. like, I've got all this bondage tape. What should we do? So I had her sit in the corner and um, she's really good at freeze play. So I had her frozen. Mm -hmm. And then as she was frozen, I would wrap her up and then it unfreeze and she'd be like, well, like how did this happen i'm just like yeah. i don't know and i keep doing it she's like what are you doing i'm like nothing it's fine and then i freeze her again and we keep going and we keep going and then all of a sudden um i grab the back of her, grab the back of her hair and she's looking at me and i'm just looking at her and we're just looking at each other and then i notice she's also looking around the room yeah what everyone else is doing I'm just like oh yeah. okay so we're seeing what everyone else is doing so i started giving her basically the the pain from everybody else's impact session on her yeah wow. yeah so good and so stuff like that like it was cool because i could because she was all tied up i could move her head and mm -hmm. i could be like hey now you're gonna look at this person now you're gonna look at this person now you're, right. gonna, look nice. and you're gonna see that and you can't do anything about it and i'm just gonna sit here enjoying myself while i look at you just squirming around there right <laughs> right. so, so for me that's like like stuff like that is just beautiful um i like that's i said I do a lot of play as well do a lot of like um different head spaces like dollification we dabble in dollification as well yeah. mm -hmm. robot play again you can do so much cool stuff with that and just really like yeah <laughs> somebody said more than 10 percent evil we just yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like there are just so many fun things you can do and i think like for me, it's like if I feel that kind of it's super empowering being on the top sometimes because mm -hmm. you're like as the scene is progressing, you see the person enjoying themselves. And for me, if somebody's enjoying what we're doing and having a really great time in the uh, in like the the loss of control or the whatever we're doing, it's just everything for me. I think yeah. that's just the best. Mm. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. No, I super get that. The like and and especially the whole like from the top side for me like control is like like i was saying it's like one of the most sexual things like like to have power of another person and like to be able to do what i want i want to be able to do what i want like, that's <laughs> yeah as, as a as a top that's my goal i'm not a service top i was talking about this in the discord a little while ago as well but like i'm i'm really not so much of a service top i do enjoy like giving people different experiences but for me the most the stuff that i'm really gonna get off on is when i get to do what i want so um yeah but i mean especially with us right right and so, the, and, and that's also part of our dynamic which you I enjoy yeah me doing what i want yes like that's and that's it's a pleasing service kind of thing yeah it, it's interesting because service topping like I, I get it i do but when it comes to me personally when it comes to receiving I don't do well with yeah. somebody that's doing service topping. Like that's just not because because that that doesn't feel like control to me. Mm -hmm. There you go. So there must be something missing in that dynamic right. that part for me. Right. Um. So, and I mean, I can wrap my head around. Well, 
they're getting <laughs> service out of it, which right. in turn makes it. me, you know, but it's, it, it doesn't work. That not one to, doesn't work. Not it's to like, convoluted. not to. For me. Yeah. I, I think I pretty clearly said, oh, but go ahead. Sorry. Oh, well, I don't know. I just don't want to discount service. No, topping. no, like, no, of I course not. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, we have a top that does that. You were talking, sometimes. so you, you were talking a little bit about like your, how topping for you is empowering and like having control yeah. is really empowering in like can you expand on that about that sense or yeah. are there other aspects to it that you find really enjoyable mm-hmm. um so it's interesting for me because when i start like because i started out as a submissive in my mind when i started in this whole community i thought okay well this is this is who i am this is how i am yeah you know i i'm an ex-teacher i would go and teach at a preschool all day and then i'd be exhausted i'd be like no nah. like yeah like someone tell me what to do. This is fine. I'm all good with this. Um, and then I realized like, as I started to switch more, it was kind of like a moment of, well, actually like I don't enjoy that as much anymore. So Mm -hmm. let me go do something I enjoy a lot more, which was Mm -hmm. actually, you know, being the one who kind of sets the scene for stuff, being the Mm -hmm. one, especially through my files, it was super interesting because of course I'd never hypnotized anyone face to face until like what a year in maybe a year and a half into doing files so I had this whole platform of like well you know I I'm here I can make whatever I want as long as I warn people what's involved you know and I can kind of get out all of my weird kinky ideas into this recording so when I got to meet people in real life it was just this moment of like Oh my god like this is actually how it feels to be a like a dom mm-hmm. you know and i think for me there's always that moment of like when you get to the dungeon and when you're like into it you're like oh my god like i, I feel like this is this feels like me you know like yeah. i feel more me when i'm doing that than like if i'm just you know hanging out and doing stuff yeah and i think mm. it's interesting going from somebody who was like totally submissive to to like like total top um because like there became a point when it was like even if i'm at a dungeon and somebody's like hey i want to do a rope scene with you can i tie you up i'm like yep but i'm not doing it as a submissive it's not a submissive act for me to be tied Mm -hmm. up because you can tie me up and i'll still mouth off to you and i'll still stand there and i can still prompt someone from across the room and it's awesome (laughs) like while tied up yeah so i had a friend of mine do that actually um while i was doing my rope Thing with someone else he wanted to take pictures of me with my hands tied above my head mm-hmm. and so I started bossing a friend of mine around and you, she's like wait what are you allowed to do this while you're doing this I'm like yeah I am actually because you know no one told me not to and, yeah uh, I said so so hmm <laughs> yeah there's definitely yeah. something about subverting the power dynamics in that case oh god mm. right so yeah so I think for me it's just like it's just how I express myself now. It's yeah. just like one of those things like this is how I will express kind of like, it's this thing is inside of me. And I'm like, this, I'm just letting it out. Um, it's quite a creative kind of side as well. Like I, I feel like I can let a lot of my creativity because I used to do a lot of like performing and singing and acting and all that kind of stuff. And now because I don't do it as much, I can just be like, Hey, I can just get into this thing and we can, either role play or we can do something or kind of incorporate that into what I do mm-hmm. and I think it's awesome yeah nice yeah that's awesome I think we should move into Q&A because we've actually been talking for a long time and I didn't realize it had been so I know. long actually I just, I like, just to, like I kind of could probably we could we could probably have this conversation for a very long time um <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Um, do you have any? Do you have anything else that you want to say on the topic before we sort of transition in? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Maybe, maybe we'll do a part two sometime. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you'll have me. Yeah. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. <laughs> Anyways, um, so for everybody who's here live, as as so this podcast is being recorded, so if you're listening to it when it came out on a podcast app, it's too late, I'm sorry. But if you're here live with us right now, um, we're going to be taking uh, some questions. And um, like we said earlier, um, please type your questions in the group chat. I know we still have a long time, but I, I don't want to actually right. go until forever tonight. Um, also trans uh, yeah also, there's got, the trans is coming <laughs> like questions that. that's very important <laughs> um please type any questions into the group chat um if you want your question to be anonymous please make that clear in your question otherwise we'll read the name that's attached to your account mm-hmm. and if it's seriously a problem like you forgot to do it let me know and i will edit it out of the final podcast um if there are any questions i please now but also we can just keep please talking ask. please ask Ooh. anonymous question can we talk about our favorite protocols do you guys have any protocols you want to talk about i know you don't do 24 7 but like some stuff involved in your relationship it's funny because um alice has started doing this thing where she's like do you want a team and i'm just like Ooh. yes <laughs> that's so good do you want a team miss that's oh, that's so I good love that. oh because i'm i'm british we we love our tea so yeah. you know, but i have it so yeah but no apart from that no we don't do we don't do protocol stuff so. yeah i'm yeah. bad with giving people rules and things to do yeah so for me to then give people rules i'm just like uh i'm like we've tried that in the past and then uh yeah because then you go oh but you forgot about doing this and then you said i was gonna punish you for this and then you didn't do it and i'm like yeah well fuck this sh- okay fine yeah. whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you guys yeah. use titles or no um sometimes yeah um alice calls me miss Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not an yes. all the time thing. I know she's feeling subby because she'll just be like, hey, nice. and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's awesome. That is really yeah. awesome. What, what are your, some of your favorite protocols of ours? Honestly, the past or present? Yeah, I'm going to have to say one from the past was really good, uh, which was when we were first kind of dabbling in the brainwashing thing, mm-hmm. right? You know which one I'm going to mention? Probably. Okay. So like the one where I was every day like yeah. on my lunch break, yeah, of course. I knelt in front of bed and I put on a timer for about a minute. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> and then I did a mantra. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Basically, it was I. She's got this. I, I got believe. This. I got this. I believe. I am. I'll just keep my eyes closed. It's all- <laughs> I am your brainwashed slave, uh, which actually we ended up changing to slave, but because I ended yeah. up changing it to slave, but it was like pet and like I yeah. changed yeah. various things. Anyway, for a whole minute and didn't have to go into trance necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. However, ended up usually going into trance rather quickly. Um, and then there was a second part to that actually, uh, which we didn't do for too long but it felt like a really long time actually where I would put my bare foot um in front of sleeping girl and then she would write her name 
with a permanent marker on my foot. And it was kind of fascinating because it kind of reminded us of like Toy Story. <laughs> right. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with Andy's name. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that was the thing. Unfortunately, it kind of started um, getting in the way a little. Right. Like, because she has a to... permanent marker of my uh, name. girl's name on my foot. Um, and it was her real name. So there was also that. So like in every, anything we were ever doing where it was like, she didn't necessarily want to give her real name, then it was awkward. Yeah. Um, also just at her parents or my parents or something, I had to wear socks. Um, right. And, and then the one time I actually got marker on the floor and that oh, wasn't cool. Right. <laughs> so unfortunately that one went away. So we have, uh, we have a bunch of questions, so I want to start oh, going sorry. through them. Um, why do you think there's... Uh, hey! Oh, God, I love cats. Pippa oh, shit. Really cute. Hold on. Okay, show him real quick. This is Pippa. Uh, Hi, Pippa. Pippa. All right, Pippa, go yeah, away now. He's being <laughs> Oh, my God. What a good kitty. Oh, shit. Oh, God, cats. Okay, all right. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just going to calm down for a second. Um, so Hypnobat98 asks, why do you think there's such a crossover with nerds in hypnosis oh. and BDSM in general? Who knows? I mean, I think there's... <laughs> I So I think there's obviously some subculture crossover in that, like, people found some of their kinks through this kind of media. Like, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, I like... I watched too much Totally Spies. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Totally Spies broke all of us, and we were just recovering from that. It's true. Like, pressing <laughs> ourselves through kink. Right. Right. No, it's crazy. I, like, Totally Spies was so fucking kinky, too. Like, right. every What's episode, there was something else. I need to start watching. I need to see some episodes. I would watch oh. Totally Spies oh. with you. Yeah. I mean, I oh. love to Totally Spies rewatch. Are we ready? Oh. <laughs> How long so was that good. series? Long. Yeah. It was really good. I watched it ever so often. But I mean, like, in the in, in terms of, like, why there is so much crossover, I think, like, the, I've seen a lot of people talk about this, like, in both the hypno and kink communities, and it's, like, usually comes down to the idea of, like, well, you know, people who are into nerdy stuff are part of a certain subculture where there's more open-mindedness and in, in some, mm. if you if you think of it in that way, you know, not necessarily the case, but but anyways, we have a lot So of... yeah, that is actually an interesting thought. I'm going to try to scroll down. It's really hard in this interface. Okay. Um, Director Black asks, what do you make of how many people get big into... What do you make of how many people get big into control play either subredom from their own life experiences? I'm... Can you re-ask that question? I'm not sure if I'm... Are you getting that, Dylan? I think, like, like if I was to answer that one, I would say stuff like, uh, well, I know for some people because they feel like a loss of control or too much control in their lives. Like, mm -hmm. I know there was this whole thing about um, CEOs and business people being, like, the number one clientele for dominatrixes because they feel like they have so much power over everyone else. So they just yeah. want a moment to just, like, let go of that. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I think... I guess for, it depends on who you are and what your experiences are mm. and what you've kind of done with that. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, but I know for some people, like if you're, if you're submissive in nature and you're working at a high powered job as your job, I mean, yeah. I can see why that would be exhausting and you need to go and that, right. like get that yep. energy out somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I've, always, I've always wondered about that. Like, cause I've always heard the whole CEO thing. I mean, I've been in the BDSM yeah. community Long basically time. since Master and I have been together. Right. So 20 yeah. years, whatever, more than anyway. <laughs> um, and I always questioned that whole CEO thing, like the, like, I don't know. I mean, I heard it from dominatrix is right. Um, yeah. That perspective and stuff, but I always questioned like, where are you, like, where are you getting your information per se? Like, you know, like, yeah. is that, is that really the case or, yeah. or whatever, but. They should just study on it. They should, they should yeah. research the top <laughs> right. yeah. dominatrix all yeah. over the globe. I'd be curious to see how that would turn out. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> um, all right. We have an anonymous question. When in a relationship, do you have a conversation about core kinks? Yes. I, I like at this point in my life, mm. I don't, I, I, I'm not dating any more people, but if I was, I would probably not date vanilla. Um, like mm. kink is, really really important to my life so i would meet my partners through kink like and and understanding like what my partner's interested in is really really important to what mm. is in my relationship like yeah that makes sense are you i mean you guys are monogamous right a vanilla person uh, after i started my channel yeah so I, I i'm the same like i was this person who was like oh god i've got to find a hypno person so i used to do a lot of long distance relationships yes. online yeah. And then people would be like, well, you're not in a real relationship. So after I broke up with like my third or fourth hypnotist, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go find a person here. Because my mom was like, just find a normal person. And I was like, my friends are normal mom. They're just yeah. stupid. Um, so I found this vanilla guy. And um, it was interesting because I, I thought like when I went explaining this to a vanilla person, you're like, okay, hi, I do this for a job uh here's my channel have a have a look uh see if you still want to date me okay you still do great now i should let you know i have a sub at the moment um and we do this online and mm -hmm. this is how this goes and um they were okay with it until the point where it was like uh i think for them it was like okay as long as you don't tell me about it and you don't show like you yeah. don't we don't discuss it i was like oh that's not for me some yeah. of that is some of that is poly stuff too for sure like yeah, i know yeah. i know like you may not identify as like totally poly but like no, the, the kind of right <laughs> but like the kind of like play partner or like mm -hmm. you know even that. play outside your relationship thing yeah. is still uncommon yeah. for a lot of people to yeah and it was funny i went to my first bdsm party while i was dating him uh, mm -hmm. so it was funny cause, uh, I wasn't planning to play and I was like, I'm not going to play. I'll be fine. Yeah. I get roped into stuff real easily. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. the second somebody was like, Hey, we're doing a scratching scene. Does anybody have any nice nails? And I was wearing my like pointy fake yeah. nails. Like, These are good. And they were like, get in here. Yeah. Like, Do you have a turn? I was like, Oh my God, this is great. And then after that, somebody was like, spank me. And I was like, Oh, really? okay let's do it <laughs> no idea what i'm doing <laughs> this is great and then i did some hypno play and then i came back and my arm was super sore from yeah. the amount of impact i was yeah. doing yeah so i i went and saw him the next day and he was like what what are you doing i was like i can't move my arm he's like why i was like do you want the, the truth or do you want the lie that yeah. i'm gonna make up and he was like i want the truth i was like okay so this girl was bent over this bench and she begged uh. me to spank her and he was like First of all, girl, and second of all, 
oh my god <laughs> yeah 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 so after that I was like yeah I'm, I'm just gonna date kinky people yeah <laughs> like, yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah like for us I like mean. when we got together it was like uh because we'd already been like a uh, she'd already been Alice had already been my sub for like three years before we started like, dating mm-hmm. a year was it? it was our year it was so much longer than that oh god <laughs> um so yeah so we were like we'd already had like the hey I'm into this talk or all the like hey I want to do this talk and we both like the same stuff so we're like cool just makes sense yeah yeah totally um we have another sort of related anonymous question actually um I just started dating a person I'm not sure how to introduce them to hypnosis the age old question don't look at me I mean I so I've actually introduced hypnosis to two vanilla relationships in my life um and they both went pretty similarly if you are gracious and you are understanding of how the other person is going to respond when you tell them hey I'm interested in this thing and it would be cool if we could try it out it's pretty simple like you may want to find some good ways to frame it like in terms of like this is something that we can do to you know enhance our sex life or this is something that we can do um for fun or this is something that we can do that is that's really intimate and and good um that matters obviously but i find i've found all my sample size of two so far has been that if i even if I'm really embarrassed about it, if I have a partner who we're in a long-term relationship and they care about me, I'm able to say, okay, this is something I'm really interested in. And both of them are interested in giving it a shot, you know, and especially being really understanding about like, if they're not open to giving it a shot or if they want to learn more about it, you have to be prepared. You have to be ready to be the teacher. So if you're kind of Mm. still new to this kind of stuff, then it's worth at that point kind of gathering your thoughts and figuring out like where to point them and having your almost sort of pre-talk sort of yeah. thing ready to, to, to do the dispelling myths and stuff because you don't necessarily know how that person is feeling. I encourage being upfront and honest about it rather than like backward, you know, behind the back kind of stuff. Do you have any experience with that? I, well, after I mean, you were talking about the, the yeah. vanilla friends, that I right. did this. Um, like I'm, I'm out to my family. I'm out yeah. to my friends. I am yep. literally like as public as public can be. There is yeah. like nothing that's off limits at this point uh, in my life. Like I posted shit like this to Facebook and yeah. people have been like, what? That's crazy. You do this? I'm like, yeah, wow. yeah, absolutely. So I always tell people like, if you're going to be public about it and tell people, then you just have to be prepared for reactions because not everybody's going to like it first of all mm-hmm. and second of all you're so right you have to have like the list of resources ready you have yep. to have like the um uh what is it the the, the myths and stuff that is it mind control which you're right. going to get a million times because right. everyone's going to ask you the same right but are you going to turn me into a chicken <laughs> like I, yeah my my teenage brother had the worst reaction ever when i told him i did this he was like oh oh that's weird but then he went so wait, you're a hypnotist, right? And I went, yeah, yeah. He go, cool. Can you teach me how to do it? I want to turn my friend to a chicken forever. And I was like, no, you can't forever. do that. <laughs> I was like, first, that's forever. Like, what, what is wrong with you? Brilliant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, I agree. Um, another question. Um, Josie asks, what is your favorite induction as a subject versus as a hypnotist if you do both? So question for us switches here. Sorry, Cece. Cool. That's all right. I don't, 
I'll let you go first. Oh boy. Um, Do you want to go first? <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah. I, I, well, Do it. I'm pretty, Do I'm it. so basic. That's the problem. I'm just like so tropey and basic. Um, my go-to is always, 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 always a uh, fixation induction. I love pocket watches. Mm-hmm. I just love them. And mm-hmm. I love eye to eye fixation. I, I remember when I did wise guys course for the first time, he's like, now when you do an eye to eye fixation, those are the hardest to pull off because you have to be damn confident. It's going to work. And I was like, yeah. Look what I've been doing those so You got much. it. So, you got it, I mean, though. He's like, yeah, you must be. I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, um, lately I've been into confusion, though. Confusion is like my, Ooh, my number two at the moment, which is fun. weird. I always hated them, and now I'm like, can't get enough of them. I'm like, I'm sorry, everyone, but we're just doing confusion inductions all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? Like, that sounds fun. And fractionation. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Fractionation's yeah. important. Fractionation's hot. For sure. I mean, for me, like, and is, so is that different? I don't know yeah, how much, I, say, I don't know how much subbing you do nowadays, but like, is that different? Not a lot. But when I used to, fractionation was my go-to. Yeah, mm-hmm. for um, sure. I had like four fractionation files. If I was having a bad day, I'm like, all right, we're going to put this on. We're going to just go away for some time. We yep. are everyone. <laughs> yep. Um, for me, I tend to be very conversational. Like my, all of my induction styles are kind of like, very conversational uh, most of my <laughs> most of my I mean it, all of the stuff that I do incorporates aspects of everything but at the same time like it just kind of is a way for me to express intent through a moment of like how I want to get you to go into trance okay like how like what right. tools am I going to use at this point mm-hmm. and it is completely dependent on the situation like for me of what is going to be the thing that gets me off I like so I would say my as a hypnotist, my preferences are more about what the subject looks like because you like you that's mean? like how the subject is responding and like how I'm mm. getting off on the subject responding. Oh, okay. gotcha. <laughs> um, but that kind of like, like for example, I was having you roll your eyes a lot right. um, and enjoying that aspect of it. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like to some degree, for me, it's more about, like, the kind of thing that we build as opposed to what I'm using to get there. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Yeah. As a, as a subject? As a subject, the same way? I like things that are fast. Okay. <laughs> I think. I like things that are fast a lot as a subject. Yeah. Okay. I used to have this big pet peeve with a whole bunch of file creators back in the day when I was submissive because they'd always have this like 25 minute induction before they got to the good uh-huh, stuff. Uh-huh. I was, I was so trained to files. I yep. was literally easy. Someone could have just said, mm-hmm. Hey, hypnosis. And I would be like, Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that's the, thing. that's the thing. It's like, it's like as subjects, like at a certain point you can go into trance instantly. Yeah. You, uh, I like, feel like it was pretty quick and like yeah. very, very fast. And yeah. So it's like the the whole process of I just want someone to acknowledge that trance is happening as a subject. Yeah. Like you can take a long time in the induction, that's fine. You have to notice that I'm going to trance. Like, yeah. you know. Um, ha- let's see. This question is that's complicated. Kind of control. Oops. It is. It is totally control. Yeah. It is totally control. That's a long red. Read second version. Okay. Puppet Master asks, has there been anything that surprised you in that you felt more control from it that than you thought you would? 
Probably. I can't think of it. Yes is the answer. (laughs) Now you probably want more details on that. Yeah, right. Uh, And this could be from the top too, as well. Like, is this something something you do from the top that makes you feel more control? That surprised you? Yeah. I'd be surprised. (laughs) Be surprised if you would feel surprised from how much control you felt from a certain thing. But maybe I don't know. Just because you're in control, so I would be surprised. I know. Like first time I ever hypnotized someone face to face was incredible like yeah because I did so much stuff online I was used to like that there's almost like a delay with online because online people people think oh online it's so easy it's like well no not all the time sometimes online is even more work than it's face-to-face because with face-to-face you have like little nuances the intense stuff you can touch people you can like yeah. like emphasize things a bit more by like grabbing bits or like doing stuff or like yeah. you know moving somebody to emphasize that control but yeah so the first time i ever trance someone in real life i was like oh god this is i don't know if this it's, is gonna go. I yeah. don't know how this is gonna go my brain was just doing all these things and then all of a sudden i did it and i was like oh oh shit oh it, it worked in like a minute what yeah the, what the yeah fuck? like it never happens yeah. <laughs> so yeah so I think that, like, that moment was just, like, everything. No, totally. Was, like, people were like, okay, this is it. I got this. We're good now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had to think of one of the big ones where it surprised me of how much control you had. <gasps> well, there was that really hot moment, actually. That's kind of brainwashy, but that's the same thing, I guess, because that's control. <laughs> Um, but that more recent one, do you know which one I want to talk about? Uh, in the, the kitchen. Yeah, in the kitchen. <laughs> we talked about it on the New Jersey podcast. I know podcast. we did, but they asked. Yeah. And that just really shocked me because like patting my head and being condescending is always been actual and absolute exact. Like my, my reaction in the past has always been exactly the opposite and right. I get my back up and my back raised or whatever and I get pissed as opposed to wanting to kneel and just be like a puppy dog and just be like right. oh my god yes please well and like more. to some degree I think that I think that calls back to the idea of like control being something that you being being prevalent in things that you're being doing something that you don't want to do right like you know like so that kind of showing up because you do all of those things that's mostly that's mostly where i felt the most like control that i didn't expect was something i didn't didn't want to do no no no, i expected that oh (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm like oh you were surprised too no, no no i was not um but for me as a for me as a subject like being in a situation where I'm being forced to do something that I either I didn't realize that I didn't want to do it and it still happens or like I you know it's something that I didn't want to do and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to be forced to do it like it's I'm not sure if it's going to be able to happen and then it does you know and I play a lot like as a subject I play a lot with um things that I feel very uncomfortable about like that's a core part of my kink is 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 being made to do things that I don't want to do um and sometimes I don't even necessarily know how much I do or don't want to do something because the control is kind of like a hazy fog that makes everything (laughs) interesting um even if I feel like I very strongly don't want to do something my brain is like wired to 
be controlled. So right. then, you know, stuff happens. Um, right. Anyways. Hot. Yeah, I know. Well, what about I know. Hot. Um, <laughs> Ever been surprised by how much control you have? Yeah, there was a podcast we did about pet play. And that is still the most surprising one. Where we did a podcast about pet play, I and that. I turned you into a cat, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is great!" <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" This is the first time I've heard about. No, that. we talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> There's a record of it. There's a fucking record. Okay, this is the first time I remember about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, call back to our. Meeting. All right, let's. We we really gotta start like going. We're going on like long time here. Um, are there formal, okay, Ayasta asks, are there formal courses one has to take to start using hypnosis as kink, or has most of what you've been done or been stuff you've picked up just by being in the community? Um, I'll just say I have not taken a certification course, and I don't super have an interest in it. Um, I do a lot of reading, um, but I am technically an amateur hypnotist, as you know, literally an amateur hypnotist and um i find that learning stuff about hypnosis through a kink lens through the kink community has been very useful for me for using it for kink purposes as opposed to going out and getting a certification for therapeutic purposes which while it holds like academic interest for me and i read a lot of therapeutic books um i would have to be very, very certain on the certification program because they, um, they are not like regulated in any way. So you have to know the school, you have to know who's the, who's teaching um, and that kind of thing. But I know you, you're certified, right? Yeah. So yeah. talk about that. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So I, in 2018 slash uh, summer 2019, I did uh, Wise Guys course through the NGH. So that's the National Guild of Hypnotists. Heck yeah. And then this year I did one through the ICBCH, again through Wise Guy. Um, I will say if you're a kinky person and you want to be certified, go see Wise Guy. Yeah, He's totally. like the dude to talk to. Um, mm-hmm. What I loved about Wise Guy's course is um, in a lot of the certification courses, like you were saying, um, they're not regulated and the way they teach is basically here's a script, read it. Yeah. Um, funny story yeah. I have about certified hypnotists. When I taught my first ever one-on-one class to kinksters, I taught it here in 2018. It was like August or something. And I'd just come back from a con. I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to teach a one-on-one. Six people show up. I'm like, wow, this is such a big turnout. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm, I'm there and I'm presenting it. And one of the guys comes up to me afterwards. He goes, Hey, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hypnotherapist. I was like, Oh, that's so great. He's like, yeah. I didn't know people did this for kinky stuff. I was like, yeah. He goes, are you certified? I go, no, I'm not. And he goes, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's Are like, you sure? You know, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, like seven more inductions than I do. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I know three. Um, and those ones I read off scripts and yeah. I was like, are you serious? He's yeah. like, yeah, to be qualified here in New Zealand, you just have to know how to read a script. Right. So yeah. again, if somebody's a hypnotherapist, don't always take that as like, they know everything because yep. right. most of the time they really don't. And kinksters actually get the best education just by being around each other I and going that. to conventions yeah. and reading stuff. If you want to be certified though, go see wise guy. He will teach you how to do everything without a script so that you don't even need scripts because you know, you can just make there it. There you go. Stuff. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Plum asks, top five things you wish you had known when you started, or less than five. It doesn't have to be five. Well, whoosh, the, the pressure's off, thank God. Five things I needed to know. Five things. All right. 
let's see. Tough eye things. I'm gonna I'm gonna need under the just start, I think we should just start naming things and we'll see what we come up yeah. with. I wish okay, I so I've been listening to hypnosis files since I was years old. No. And uh I wish I wish I had known that the that trance was much more expansive than I realized. And I wish I had known that I was an idiot and I didn't know what trance felt like. So I thought that I wasn't going into trance, but I definitely was. Mm. Um, oh my God. You know, such a good dog. I wish I would have known what trance felt like. Yeah. Like just yeah. immediately, like, oh, for this is you, trans. like specifically right, for right, you. Right, 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 right. Of course. Yeah. And then, so then I knew. Yeah. Because it would have just been. Everything. I wish I'd known there was like good people on the internet doing this stuff. Mm. Well, mm. I know, like for me, I was 18 when I joined the community on yeah. IRC chats. And that's yep. some dangerous shit. Like, yep. don't do it. Yep. But, like, <laughs> like, to know that all this was going on behind the scenes, I was like, where the. Like, I could have been doing this so much sooner. Like, seriously. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wish, let's see, what else did I wish that I do? I wish I had no, I wish I, okay, so I had, <laughs> this is, this is drunk sleeping girl talking now. Um, uh, so one of the, one of the partners that I, that was Vanilla that I, that I brought this up to, um, we had, uh, this was back when I had been doing hypnosis for about a year. This is like 19 year old sleeping girl and, um, we had a conversation, I had a conversation with him where he was like, so aren't meditation and hypnosis the same thing? And I was like, no, of course they're different. Hypnosis is like mind control and meditation is not. And we had a really big argument about it and <laughs> I was wrong and I'm sorry. Are we talking <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm literally going to talk to him probably later tonight and be like, oh. I'm sorry. But we're really, we're really good friends still. Oh, um, yeah. Is it one of your partners though? No. No. Is it start with an L? No, it starts with an O. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. He was one of your partners. Yeah. I forgot about that. How did I forget? That's crazy. So I wish I I wish I had known that hypnosis and meditation were at at the very least two words that describe a concept that you can that is subjectively very similar. Um uh what else we'll do what we'll do one more round we'll one do more you round. and then oh, be ready dylan i hope you're ready oh, with one. <laughs> i wish i understood like early on how much it just didn't matter that my submissive nature and being hypnotized or being controlled i guess in a hypnotism world uh like didn't matter like yeah. I found out that that just doesn't matter. Like which one is more relevant or whatever. It just doesn't matter because I basically went through like this really uh, a period or whatever. It's like, okay, so I am naturally submissive. Mm-hmm. I have been a slave in a relationship for 20 years. Of course I'm going to do whatever she says. You know what I mean? And but then how is that different than hypnosis? And how is that different than yeah. hypnosis? Like, is she actually hypnotizing me to do this or is this or whatever? And Basically, it was like once I just learned what hypnosis felt like. So almost going back to that first one, if yeah. I would have just known, it just doesn't matter. Like that's not relevant. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just another part of my, uh, an aspect of me. So. All right. All eyes on you. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. I wish I'd, you know, I wish I'd, this is not something I wish I'd known, but like, I wish I cared less what people thought about hypnosis. Mm. Yeah. Like, because 
I spent a lot of time, like, uh, when I was about 17, 16 is when I found hypnosis as general. Mm -hmm. 18, I found it erotically. And, like, I spent years not telling people. Mm -hmm. And funny story, I had an ex-boyfriend of mine who was vanilla. Well, I thought, turns out secretly kinky, come to me and go, hey, you do this erotic hypnosis stuff, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, wow, I wish you told me when we were dating because that makes you so much hotter. And I'm just oh, like, wow. Oh, like this whole time I could have just been myself and just told people, Hey, this is what yeah. I do. It's my yeah. job. And Hey, and like people wouldn't have cared. Cause I mean, most people I tell, they really don't give a shit. Yeah. But me, right. it was like this big secret, this big thing. I mean, it's how I got my name, the secret subject. Cause right. it was, a secret, but it's not a secret anymore. So yeah, <laughs> not wasted the time, you know? Yeah. We could be educating more people and bringing more hypnokinsters in. I know we have to do our <laughs> jobs as, as, I mean, Come to us. Come to us. (laughs) You'll get here eventually. (laughs) I know. I'm slowly. I'm slowly converting my my whole friend, my whole vanilla friend group. (laughs) It's it's happening. Oh, it's been happening for ten years, and it is none of them vanilla. Let's just put it that way. None None of them are vanilla. All right. So uh, that is. Shuba asks, have you ever had a conversation with a vanilla hypnotist and how did it go? Well, you just talked about one oh, with that yeah. guy, but have you, have you talked to anybody else who was doing like a, yeah. yeah. Um, so recently I actually spoke to somebody at Hypnosis New Zealand. Um, I've been trying to apply for uh, the membership through Hypnosis New Zealand, which okay. is the, it's like the board here basically. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, now I don't know if they're going to accept this because even though I'm qualified, I still do a hypnosis, right? And that, I mean, for that, right. you, you should be like tarred and feathered and chased off with a big sharp stick. But mm-hmm. like, I was like, I don't know, I'm going to email them and see because they've been asking for the files. And I was like, hmm. So I emailed them and they actually responded to me. They were really lovely. Um, And they're open to, they're open to talking more about like what I do. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. So yeah, I mean, I, I talk to vanilla, like hypnosis people about it. And I, so far so good here. I know in other places, it's not just frowned upon, but it's actually illegal in some states. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm technically, I'm, that. well, in Connecticut, like, so we're in Connecticut and yeah. we're not supposed to be doing hypnosis with a license. Yeah, Oopsies. didn't know that. Didn't know that. Yeah. Which is fascinating. And that's where, that's where Nihu's held, so. Right. natural. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the New Zealand, the New Zealand rule is like, hypnosis is so safe and natural, so anyone can do it, even if you're unqualified. And I was just oh, like, I looked at Alice and I went, safe and natural? What the fuck is this about? <laughs> but run with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah sure. we'll go with this. <laughs> no, that's crazy though, because in Connecticut, BDSM is legal. So I think we're gonna. So that's weird. That we're gonna take on... just really two easy. more questions. I'm like so far behind on the queue. There's a lot of great questions, and I really appreciate everybody. Hey, that's evil. Asking so many questions. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have to do it. We'll have to do a part two of this. I mean, this is okay. Super fun, and we could talk to you forever, oh, Dylan. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Friday James. I hope I got your name right. Asks, do you use NLP and hypnosis? I do. Uh. I. So I'm not gonna. I'm not. Like I said, I'm not certified. I also have. I've not read a lot of books, but I have read a few books. Uh about NLP and I've done a lot of research and I've, that, that's sort of where I'm hoping my second book is going to go um, is NLP stuff because I think there's a lot of misconception and unfortunately there's a lot yeah. of bullshit material to sift through if you want to get the truth 
Um, so I'm going to do the work for everybody in the kink community. I'm going to read all the books. That's pretty cool. And then I'm going to write, I'm going to write NLP for <laughs> Hypno Kinksters. And you don't have to pay me $2,000 for certification, but you're going to get some information Yay. out of it. That's the hope. Um, but I think, I think NLP gets both a really, really bad reputation and also is total bullshit a lot of ways and also is very useful. Um, I think mm -hmm. there's like, it's, there's so many aspects of it that are completely obtuse and very hard to explain, especially in the jargon that they use in books and in uh, courses and stuff. And uh, it's, it's like a weird collection of crap that yeah. is not really well defined under one umbrella, um, even though it is technically under one umbrella. And the, the history behind it and the people that were involved are all really important. Um, so... Yes, I use NLP. I I am familiar with like the meta model and Milton model language patterns and those kinds of things. If you're interested in language patterny things and like, um, you know, different aspects of NLP that I don't know. It's it's all there's a lot of stuff, and I I do want to <laughs> do an NLP podcast series at some point. But do you, how much how much experience do you have with NLP, Dylan? Oh, um, well, technically I'm like qualified in it, but yeah. <laughs> only technically you get one day, you get a full day on it. Don't oh, worry. Day. Day. NLP day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, basically when I first started making my files, I had the sal. I don't know if you know about the salad card app. No, I don't. Oh my God. Okay. So there's these cards you can get that are salad cards and they're basically Milton Erickson's. Well, there's oh, yeah. yes, I do. Yes, I do know yeah. what those are. Yep. So there's those language pattern ones. And basically what I would do is while I was uh, recording, I would have my phone just sitting next to me and I'd be like, okay, scroll through. Here's yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Um, are you sure that you're not doing this or doing that kind of stuff? And I'd throw it in there occasionally. Um, so for me, it was like just learning the language of mm. trance. Yep. was a big thing for me. Yep. And um, so for now, like for me, NLP is like something I use all the time, but I don't often realize I'm doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Like, it, it gets so conversation, especially when you're with somebody who is like super easy at this point, because you've conditioned <laughs> them after year after year after year. You're just like, I'm just going to talk like? to you. And then all of a sudden, why are we doing that? Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 Totally. There's a lot, there's a lot to it. I, I really oh. want to talk more about it. I like, I think, I think we're going to call that the last question of Q and A. We've been doing Q and A for a long time. So, uh, and we want to move into trancy stuff, but before we sort of move into yes. trancy stuff, I want to give us an opportunity to pimp our stuff. Please go ahead. Our lovely guest. Thank you so much for like being with us in this and please tell us where you, we can find you and all of your content and all that good stuff. Well, thank you for having me. Um, so if you want to find all of my stuff, basically uh, I have a YouTube channel called The Secret Subject. So if you go on YouTube and type in Secret Subject Hypnosis, you can find me there. Or you can check out my website, keepitrancy.com. Or if you like erotic hypnosis uh, with a lot of domination and all kinds of fun, nerdy stuff, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash The Secret Subject. It's very fun. And I can tell you not one person has regretted it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I promise you. It's very there fun. There you go. That's yeah. perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much. 
having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to to pimp my own shit like I always say they're going to. Do I, it. You know what I did today was I set up a, a link tree, um, which someone oh, suggested good. in the last class. Um, so mm-hmm. it's linktr.ee slash sleeping girl. You can find all of my shit there. <laughs> There's the last of that shot. Um, but the so there's links there to my book. I wrote the brainwashing book. Um, there's links to our Patreon, which now newly has um, me doing these educational writings, which are very much like my book, just in a shorter form. They're about one fifth the size of my book. Um, every, you know, I'm doing that every month or so. Um, and the latest, the, the first article in that series just came out. It's about modalities. I guarantee there is stuff in that article that you have not learned about modalities in the hypnosis community um uh we, we go into gestalt therapy we go into uh fritz pearls like it's great it's a good article i have to read um, it. yes this is <laughs> um but you can also subscribe to a lower tier and get uh the after hours content of our podcast where we just do more trancy shit um which is Yay. great there's a lot of stuff to check out there um yeah so now i think we're gonna start doing some trans bullshit i think we were talking about control um at some point an hour ago or something i'm so sorry i've not been i've not been keeping up with chat because i've been trying to figure out the like all the question stuff anyways um so i think i think cc and i are gonna do some transy bullshit and then i don't know if you're up for doing something dylan up to you (laughs) <laughs> yeah i could probably come up with something okay we'll see how it goes okay. all right <laughs> this is cool because this is going to be on video and also not a video later so hey cc <laughs> pretty drunk actually that's all right <laughs> it's cool it'll go great deep 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 down make sure everybody can see your pretty face that's good right looks really nice Right. I really like the rolled up eyes, which for me, I was talking about that earlier, like that was a big aspect of my enjoyment of doing trance with you was being able to mold you into something that I really wanted to see. Because for me, a lot of our dynamic is about objectifying you and you can feel that sink in, right? The sense of what it feels like to be an object for me, like a porn toy or like something very, very simple. There's one purpose. And so you can feel all of the things that like normally are floating around in your head about who you are and what you are and all of that stuff sort of melting down into one singular thing about what you are right now right here right here very simple very easy a girl who goes into trance so that i can watch and enjoy myself right Mm mm-hmm So it's all like, so that aspect of your personality at this point is something that's so, so deep in your head and so, so ingrained in who you are and like entwined in all the different aspects of your personality and all the associations that we've built over so many years and all of the times that I've used that to control you because there are so many and I guarantee you there are ones that you're not thinking about and ones that you won't remember. It's just the easiest thing for you to turn off simple and just be someone who's in trance. And then that becomes the definition of who you are and what you are. 
and you let that sort of sink in and that just very gently seeps into everything and a sort of you know this is very hard hitting stuff and I understand that and I can see how hard it's hitting you and I know I'm putting everything into this but in a in a certain way it's kind of like almost devilishly soft the way that it feels sinking into your brain like you you wouldn't be able to resist it because you just like put your hand through it when you try to resist it you just sort of move through it instead and so it becomes something where you just completely have to let go to it and you lose everything you lose control and you lose your sense of what's happening except for this one thing deep trance and deeper trance and deeper trance it's very nice and really good so sweet and easy and the pretty eyes I wonder sometimes about how your focus changes and like how you tend to experience trance internally, like whether or not your focus bounces around naturally and how much I direct it. Of course, I know like every time that I direct your focus, it's all about you're completely focused on exactly what I'm talking about because you are so obsessed. Like you're so completely like, I have to, I have to know what she's saying. I have to be doing what she's saying. But sometimes, like, if I just leave you for a couple of moments, I sort of wonder where your focus sort of drifts off. Like, is it, do you think about the space between your eyes? Do you think about the way that your body is feeling? Do you think about your skin and the air and the, what, you know, the, the contact between those places and all of those things? Are there thoughts happening? Can you discern those thoughts? Mm. And of course, I'm cheating because I am still directing your focus that's evil right okay so we're gonna wake you up in a moment but i want you to take this experience and i want to keep it inside of you for a long time easy right okay you come back up <laughs> okay so mean Hey, I, that actually went way more intense than I thought it was going to go, but it did. So, eyes, eyes, eyes. Did you say eyes, eyes, eyes? Yep. Cool. Cool. Okay. Oh my goodness. It was so, like, I, I know everybody's dying in the chat. Like, seriously. Yeah. What, what is what's chat saying about this? Oh, I can't figure it out because. My chat's ridiculous. I can't see. What? I'm you can't, can't see. see. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Um, it feels like really weird to do this transition because we don't usually talk about shit that we just Guys, did. What? You you can yes. see now, right? Sort of. Yeah, Sorry. that's fine. <laughs> you don't need most of your eyesight. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone was asking, was there a reinduction trigger used to put her under, or was that just some particular yeah. induction? No, that was just me expressing my intent and her yeah. responding to it. <laughs> um, and it's the same thing. Hmm? 
intent. It's a powerful thing. It is a powerful yeah. thing. It's a oh, very God. powerful thing. It's, it's, when, at a certain point, like, we, you know, we all, we all, really three, of us, all three of us were talking Ish. about how, yeah, if we really don't have any triggers, really. We have a wake-up trigger, but that's kind of... That, it, that was organic. That was organic, but it was also sort of a, like... The only reason we really still do that is because of like it's it's sort of like a greatest hits like classic like oh that that brings back good memories that we do that still I like I would probably I would probably count you up more if I oh cared, no I but, want the slaps yeah right yeah it's it's a it's a part of our shared history and grammar but anyways did you feel Nostalgia. up to to doing some some yeah. shit do it yeah I had this idea right because you were saying control and I was like oh, yeah. Man. What's really fun to do with control is I like resistance inductions and I love like basically people resisting the control takeover. Uh-huh. So I was thinking of doing something like, oh, are you down for it? So I have with me my, my lovely assistant. <laughs> no, kidding. My beautiful pink head assistant. Yeah, I know a lot of people are super into resistance. I love resistance play. Um, like adore it Agreed. so much. So what I was thinking is, <laughs> I was thinking of doing the green eyes thing. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Oh my God. So I started a rumor back in the day, like way back in 2017, that I had green eyes because uh-huh. I was as a power ranger. So I decided to be like, yeah, my eyes are glowing green and can't you feel the power from my eyes going into yours? And everybody was like, yeah, you have green eyes, right? I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a year later, and people still thought she had green eyes even yeah. after she started. That's so, like, crazy. Insane. Like, eye fixation induction. <laughs> People still thought they were green. Yeah. So what I'm, nice. Is that we could do like resistance induction. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk to you about power and control and basically just take it with me. So Alice is a brat. Uh, so this is fun. No, I'm not. You are. I've got our t-shirt. This is brat because she's such a brat. <laughs> um, okay. So basically, I want you to it's really hard to resist me because your mind just wants to go into trance, doesn't it? I can even see it right now. I can see it behind your eyes. There's that little part of you that just wants to go into trance because it's been so long. Because you have that need deep down inside of you. But yeah, part of you, the bratty side of you, wants to resist. And we've been talking about power and control today. And I know you've been listening on this. And I know you think a lot about power and control. I know how much you love to feel that sense of control being taken from you. And as I look in your eyes now, you can just start to imagine, you just start to imagine that power transferring from my eyes into your eyes. But yet, part of you wants to resist it. Part of you wants to resist with that deep down inside. And then exactly what you want. And then I know how to give it to you. And as you stare at your feet and turns, I can see you starting to go down there. It's like sleeping, loving a little bit of back and forth. I want a little bit of it more of it this And as you stare, as you fixate, you just start to realize that the control is sleeping. Sleeping. Alright. And as your eyes start to get more and more, you start to feel the You can feel the control sitting there. And that word control, it just sits there in the back of your mind. I feel it's still in the back of my head. I whisper, it just starts to be feeling control. Lots of control as your parents start to escape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to feel it. You want to feel how good it feels to get 
pillows or something with your mouth. Let it out. Let it go. Get in. As that word control gets stronger and stronger, as it starts to evolve itself in the back of the room, as you start to slip down into control, you feel like you're feeling control. 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 And that word control just starts to change itself, morphing itself into the word of Yes. Smell. Okay. 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 She's so cute, right? Oh my god. So cute. He's <laughs> dog. That's fantastic. Oh, super oh my hot. goodness. Oh my god. <laughs> <We're trying>. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cold shower time. It's yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, right. It's it's warm in here. Like it I'm so warm. <laughs> Anyways, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Um I like thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my god, for this is so, this so awesome. Seriously. It was so much fun and we should totally do this at another point. Um uh <laughs> let's see, is there anything else we have to do? We did pimping stuff, we did I think we, we did I think we did it. Dylan's pimping stuff. All right. Do we have a question? No, I don't think that's that's not a thing we do anymore. No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna say we're gonna say goodnight to everyone. I'm gonna stop the recording and we're gonna hang out for just a minute. But then I have to pee really bad. So yeah, seriously. All right. So thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.